When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Alex Bernard Rasmussen. Hackmaster Rob Toy Bashman D. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us. Brad Blanks is coming in. Augustine Burroughs, Running with Scissors. <laughs> How long ago did I read that book, man? That was a long time ago. Yeah. Augustine Burroughs, a great, great author. Yeah. A lot of great things coming up today. We'll be right back with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Kristen Burt. Oh, look at that. I threw the name in. It's Kristen Burt. 
What's up, sister? Not much. I've been up since the crack of dawn watching Simone Biles. Simone Biles flipping and jumping. What's she doing? Yeah, she's so good. We all got up at like 5 a.m. to watch Team USA win another gold. At what? I don't know. Gymnastics. I know that. What competition is it? The world. Okay. The world. going on? The world competition. The world. Tokyo Olympics next year. I have a question for you. If you heard that Uncle Tommy was going to be on TV, would you get up at 5 in the morning to watch that? If you flipped. Simone Biles is pretty much the only person I get up for to watch on TV. Oh, okay. So stabbed right in the back. Alex, would you grab that knife out of my back? Yeah. Yeah. Why, just why not just record it, Kristen, like normal people? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take that knife and well, back the, and twist with, it. With a live event like Simone Biles, I don't want to eternally like, open my laptop and then be spoiled. I mean, uh, even though we knew she was going to win. But see, if anyone else was on TV, I probably would DVR everyone because unless it was big breaking news. You know how I know there's a God now, by the way, Kristen? How? I didn't have a chance to watch one minute of the Twins-Yankees series. Didn't watch one pitch of it because I was traveling for two of the days, so I couldn't watch the the games on Friday and Saturday. Then I got home on Sunday. They didn't have a game. And then last night, the game didn't start until quarter to eight, which means I had to go to bed. So I didn't see one pitch of the entire series where the Twins got crushed. What? You know, oh, did we? I they don't, got I don't hammered. Even know. I, I haven't looked they at the computer. They got hammered badly. Uh, they have now lost 16 games in a row in the playoffs. Oh, That is horrendous. That's <clears throat> embarrassing. Yeah, we don't have it the, is. We, Our pitching is not the greatest. Bullpen pitching, yeah. yeah. Starting pitching is okay. The bullpen pitching is not great. And they, and they commit way too many errors. Way too many. All right, that's enough baseball. Let's talk about other suckwad sports like football. No, actually, the Vikings won on Sunday, so that's good. Suckwad. Oh, God, you'll love this, Kristen. And Ralphie and, and Alex didn't hear this either, but I think I talked to other people about this. Oh, apparently we have a package down at uh, Two City. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's good to know. But in any case, uh, what the hell was I was just talking about now? I forgot what I was talking about when the phone rang. Uh, you said we're moving. Football? Beyond football. Story. It was beyond football. I don't remember. A story that we have not heard. Movies? No, it wasn't movies either. Television I don't remember. Show? I got distracted because my phone rang. And then it sent me a notification. <laughs> there was a squirrel. Yeah. yeah. Squirrel. There's a squirrel on the field. Squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. I do like that a lot, as a matter of fact. Um, I don't remember what the hell it was. It must not have been all that important. Must not have been. Because none of you know what I was going to say, which means you weren't paying attention either. No, we didn't even get to it. Even nothing ever came out of your mouth. Um, it had to be something to do with movies or something. Or football. 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 You were saying that Joker. You, you didn't get to watch any other suck wads, and then you said, "Oh well, no, the, Vikings but the Vikings won." Vikings did win, even though New York Giants are terrible. And then you got a package. <clears throat> and then I got a. And then I got. That was all something I got a package. shiny. Yeah. Nothing caught your eye. Flashing lights. Wait a minute, I got a package? What was in the package? What? I got distracted. Oh, my God. Yeah, with the package. I know. It's a squirrel morning. Sure is. What? You said we got a package at Two City Plaza. You lifted up your phone and said that. Oh, that. I was just kidding. That's why I didn't remember saying that. (laughs) Oh. All right, moving right along. Never mind. (laughs) 
what no. is happening. I'm concerned Tom, for my wife today. My Tom wife spent is... a few days in an old folks' home, and now he's acting shows. like he he aged a hundred years <laughs> overnight. You need to wear pants. I did this <laughs> just for you. I was at the old folks' home, and Catherine and I actually stayed there for three nights. They gave us one of the rooms. It was, uh, it was moderately so creepy. Moderately <laughs> creepy being in an old like, folks' home. How many people Man, have died? It smelled moderately bad. But I walked into the dining room and I went, I want a piece of bread. <laughs> Just so I'd try to fit in. Lightly toasted and I want a pudding <laughs> cup. Do you think that those people talked like that when they were young? No. 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 Well, why did, like, why would being old change your accent? Your vocal cords, everything droops. <laughs> Well, uh, everything <laughs> droops. Yes, everything Ralph droops. has a business because of that. I feed my children because of that. Because you're drooping. Because you do vocal cord reconstruction. I think it's this more of a, you know, when... Like, when somebody's on the phone with somebody and you can't hear them, and then the people, even though they're the ones that can't hear, they're the ones yelling. Yeah, I think it's kind of like that. <laughs> or like when a lot of people are speaking to people that don't understand English very well, and then they're mm-hmm. like yelling at them. It's like they're not. That's not helping. No, <laughs> but no, that's it does like not help at all. That's. It seems like humans' first inclination is to just be louder and slower. Yeah, pretty much true. <clears throat> um, I got to mention this very very quickly. <clears throat> so Catherine and I are there, and there's this guy. He's wearing a uh, World War II veteran uh, baseball cap. Yep. Henry was his name, and he's about 90. Might have been a little over 90 because well, he, he had to be because. Yeah, served in World War II. Yeah. So he, he was. A, well, because Grandpa's 93, and he went in when he was 16. When he was 16. So, yeah, the so, guy had to be 94, 95 years yeah, old. Yeah. So Henry comes out, and we're sitting outside because, you know, we need to get some fresh air for Betty and Don, and air Catherine and I are sitting there. People. Air out the old people. It was wonderful. But Henry comes walking out, and he looks at me and goes, you're sitting in my seat like that. And I go, hit the road, Jack. And he just started laughing. He thought that was funny. So he sits down next to me. And the reason I'm telling the story is because this is what being a human being is all about. All right? He'd never met any of us. He's sitting next to us. And he started, started Catherine, why don't you tell the story? Because you tell it the best when he said... That so about he was his wife? T- about his wife. It was unbelievably okay. sweet. So, and he's, by the way, teary-eyed when he's telling this okay. story. Okay, Reader's Digest condensed version. My mother got very ill a few weeks ago and almost died. Then she got out of the hospital. Then suddenly they had to move to uh, an assisted living situation. So Correct. this all's happened, you know, bada-boom, bada-bing. And um, mm-hmm. she's been, ever since she has been unwell, saying every day that she just wishes she would have died she wants to die oh jeez no, no that's just i mean but you know she's 96 and she wasn't feeling well and, and that's she can't just, walk really she, uh, she just can't yeah she's she's having a hard time she can pick on me she feels still do that she was not feeling well she's actually feeling better now but okay so this is the backstory for that so this guy is sitting there talking about his wife who died one year ago and he's a Christian, and he's very happy that he's a Christian. Yeah. And his wife, one year ago, was very ill, and she was thrashing around, so they called the priest. And she said, well, I want to go. And he said to her, well, let go and let God. And she looked at her husband, and he said, yes, darling, let go and let God. And she died five minutes later. Yeah. Wow. My mother says, five minutes? I've been trying to die for two weeks. <laughs> 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 but 
he was teary-eyed when he was telling that story. And you could just tell he adored his wife. You could just tell by his facial expression. Yes. It was so damn cool, I can't even tell you, Kristen. But that's what human beings are really like, not these crabby bastards that are on TV every night. Or that's everyone so on Twitter. Or everyone on Twitter. I've been on or Twitter now in seven years, so I don't know. Oh, somebody was pretending to be you on Twitter. What? Oh, oh yeah, I got, a, I got a message from Mike Bryant the other day. Oh, really? Telling me to, like, click a link, and I was like, well, uh, that's uh, obviously not him. Somebody was trying to be dad. Somebody got hacked. It, he was, like, recommended to Britney, and she was like... Your dad's back on Twitter. Just kidding. He said, no, he's not. No, so Twitter is a lot you. easier to uh, pretend to be someone. Because I mean, there's, like, there's zero verification process. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was like, I haven't been on social media in seven years. Glad to be back. That was like your first tweet. Mm. I was, like, oh, was that right? Did you get Twitter to remove the account? I'm wondering. Because yeah, I'm maybe. not on Twitter. I can't. Well, I, I Cassie I uses the account Wait. to post things about the show and the guests. Is, yeah. It, that's the same one, right? Well, yeah. This is a Tom Bernard podcast. Twitter. Maybe you need Tom to change Bernard. the password. No, this is Tom Bernard. Uh, like somebody just made a new account. Yeah, you can just put uh, any picture, any name you want. Really? Yeah, you don't have to... Isn't that kind of an invasion of privacy? Well, you can't put any name you no, want. No, and it. you have to, if you want Twitter to remove it, you're going to have to send, like, a photo of yourself and, like, a photo of your driver's license to prove that Whatever. you are you. Let and, me... I mean, oh. it's, it's probably a good idea to get it removed, honestly, because I've had people um, impersonate me as well, and it's, it's Things spread like wildfire in the wrong way, so you kind of want to nip it in the bud as soon as possible. Well, unless it's a very funny parody account, I'd go for that. <laughs> if I was pretending yeah. to be you on Twitter, I'd use the name Kristen Bratt. What do you think? Well, what about Kristen Butt? This is or account. Kristen Butt. That'd oh, be God. Kristen Butt. Hey. Oh God! Is, is, yeah, I'm sure you heard that What's in the... junior high. Yeah, but it's me too. Oh, yeah, How about exactly. no? I almost, I almost misspoke just now because of stream of consciousness. I was gonna. I was, was going to say, well, I almost said, and then I caught myself, I almost said, well, you're a bigger brat than your bigger butt. But then I decided <laughs> to, yeah, let's not say that to a woman, shall we? <laughs> Since we, I've never even met you in person. I'm good. What are you trying to say? I have a big butt, but good. <laughs> what does that look? What are you? I'm just trying to figure out even what that means. Yeah, I don't know. Well, big, you big brat. You heard that all the time. You're, oh, you're yes. such a big brat. Uh, with the so, last name Brant, yes, that's the only oh, thing. I, kids, that's the only oh, thing I they suppose, could come up yeah. with at yeah. the school bus. Catherine Brat. Stop. Like is, barnyard. Yep. Barnyard. Barnyard's a big one. Got the barnyard going. I'm like, yeah, cool. It's true. It's all true. No <laughs> question about it. live on a barnyard. So. And one of my friends at the uh, bus stop, her last name was Link, and I'm like, I don't think you should start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then exactly. she would have been cool because it's like Zelda. And we could start stink, dink, come on, let's go. Yeah, would be everything. That's like right. when they're trying to make up uh, um, a, like, on the Simpsons, they want to name Bart something that can't be made fun of. Like before he was named Bart, so they were like, you know, how about this name? Oh, you can call him Loser or whatever, because it rhymed. And then she says, "How about Bart? Art, Bart, Dart, E Art? Nope, seems good. Oh, speaking of that, by the way, did you hear the big news announcement by Elon Musk? No. no, I'm he sure he makes nothing no. but announcements. I'm sure it's yeah, weird. he made an announcement today that now, Kristen, you're going to have to run out and buy a Tesla. 
Okay. Her name's been on the list I, for I years. I have to buy a Tesla. You have to buy a Tesla. Everybody in LA has one. Everybody in LA has one. Yeah, I had the, one of the first ones in America, actually, but I don't have it anymore. I would totally have one if they were like a third the price. Well, that's true. But in any case, you know what you can get with your new Tesla? A free burger? Nope. You can get your horn. When you honk your horn, it lets out a fart noise. Mm. That's true. I'm not making that that up. So So they put it's a boy thing, isn't it? Yes. They put a fart button. Yep. In the yes. Tesla. Yes, they did. In like Although a $60, I believe car. that might be illegal. 85000 Because I remember looking up one time the horn laws, and it has to be like a horn sound. It can't modulate at all. So like musical horns, yep, those are illegal. Some places you can have those. The newest Tesla is like 34000 You could have those in East L.A. Yeah. Yes, you can. My idea was a horn... So your steering wheel has like a piano on it, so you can play your horn like a piano. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's illegal. <laughs> so basically, Kristen Bird is behind me at a light. I didn't notice the light had changed to green. So Kristen goes... <laughs> oh, and it can also make a goat sound. Oh, it makes a goat sound. That's right. You can make a goat oh, sound with it. Goat. Well, that's a lamb. But see, I'd be less likely to move to a goat or a fart horn because I'd probably be laughing so hard that yeah. it would hold everyone up to light even longer. Could you do me a favor and just say the word fart horn again? That was pretty funny. <laughs> now that's oh, just what if I say it, has a... in, the, in a Boston accent, it's a fart horn. Yeah, fart horn. Yeah. So, I got a fat Han. You know how Teslas don't actually make any sound? The engine yes. sound you're hearing is like it's a speaker Just, to yeah, simulate because yeah. people find silent cars off-putting. Yes, yeah. they do. Well, you can now make it so instead of an engine sound, it sounds like coconuts. Yes. they have Like, like the horse-clopping coconuts from the 20s? That would get real you know, annoying. The, coconut, the Monty yeah, Python and the Holy Grail. Annoying. So yeah. it, would, it, it would sound like you're driving through... The Rancho District in Burbank. Because the, horse, the horses are on the street with the horseshoes. That's what it sounds like. There you go. Whatever that is. See, there you go. Yeah. Got it all covered. We got a fat horn. You think people would get less offended if you, you know, when they're sitting at a light on their phone and you're like, I like to Burn tap up my up. horn at these people instead of going insane. <laughs> instead of going. You got a fart. Maybe they would just, maybe they would just go, oh. Why would you come up, Kristen Burt, with a fart sound? Why, why that sound? I don't get it. Arrested a development. Because we're a bunch of nerdy, yeah, really. nerdy guys you know in a room. Yeah. That is true. I, I don't like a real fart. Like, I do not want to smell a fart. I no. don't want to hear oh, a real no. fart. But, like, a you fart don't? sound that is not real what? and there's no consequences of horrible smells is actually really funny. Well, Victor Treadwell, my old roommate. <laughs> He's a very, very large black man from Hollywood, Florida. And we were out one time, and one of the guys we were with farted. And Victor looks at the guy and goes, What, does something crawl up your ass and die? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Okay, Victor. Whatever works, man. Whatever works. We shall take a very quick break. Be right back with Fat Han, Kristen Burt, right after this. <laughs> 
It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. You what? never came to the old studio, did you? The one across? Acme, I think. We had Acme, you did, but not here. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt. When did you When did you move out of Minneapolis, Kristen Burt? Um, 2004. 2004. So do you remember Brad Blanks, the Australian reporter on the KQ Morning Show, the, the entertainment reporter on the KQ Morning Show? I do. Brad's in studio. Oh, he's here. Kristen, how are you doing? Yeah. Hi. We didn't kiss, did we? Did we kiss once? <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe. maybe. Probably. That would be news to me. I had a very dateless few years in Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> was it like, what was that movie with Charlize Theron? You know, that, what was that film? Remember that movie? That was awesome. Monster? What, when she killed <laughs> No, no, sorry. No, I didn't mean that one. <laughs> Were you a truck stop serial killer? (laughs) That monster, Kristen Burt. Yeah, you you couldn't get a date. (laughs) You, Kristen, you know what I'm talking about. The one uh, Jason Jason Ritter made it, and she was you know it it was she was in mini lived in Minneapolis, and she was dateless for two years, and she was Charlie's Theron. That was me. That that. was my entire Minneapolis experience. I would actually fly back to LA because I had a job that I I taped once a month. And I would be like, who wants to go on a date and just, like, kiss a boy? Because I was like, I am dateless in Minneapolis. <laughs> Why were you dateless here? Were not interested. I don't know. I just was not the Minneapolis type. Well, why don't know you let me handle it? Why don't you call me and go, hey, Tom, I need a date. And I'd go, okay, I'll get somebody for you. <laughs> She's blonde. That's the only thing <laughs> Who that would you have set me up with? Um, you had a few. You, you know, you had some friends, male friends out there. Yeah, that's town. very true. That well, I'm trust. I'm just trying to think of somebody who'd be worthy. 
Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> she goes, oh, thank you. No I, no, I do. I don't want you setting me up with the total, like, schlub, you know? Yeah. I want, well, like, a, a nice guy. And, but I'm married nice now, guy. so it doesn't matter. I don't You're, need a nice yes. guy. I've got one in my house right now. You do. <laughs> You're absolutely we're talking, right. We're talking 15 years ago, so that's all right. You can talk about the past. It's good. You know, the good old days. Yeah, it's totally fine. But I was like, I don't want people to think I'm looking for another one. I'm yeah, like, probably well, not. Good. And th- that movie was Young Adult as well. Young Adult. Oh, yeah. Young Adult. I do remember right. that movie. All right, so I want to hear Brad Blanks and Kristen Burt talk about showbiz. Oh, right. You know, he's a big buddy of of Ricky Gervais and Robert De Niro. You know that, right, Kristen? (laughs) Well, let's talk. Let's talk Robert De Niro because he had Joker come out this week. This was a big weekend for him. Yeah, for sure. So what's the deal? What's what's happened to him? He's he's getting sued by this, a girl called Graham, right? Is it? This this girl that's suing him for yeah. ten million dollars because he yelled she at her, yelled at her, and he did she make him do rub his back when he was in a bathrobe or something? And anyway, um, well, I don't want to. I got to be honest. I do not want to be rubbing my my boss's back while he's in a bathrobe. No. <laughs> Ever. Probably not. But it's Robert De Niro. Wouldn't you do anything? For, I, know I'm, I know I'm letting you the whole no. hashtag me too. I'd rub his back. I mean, I'm, I'm a straight guy, but I love Robert De Niro. And Robert De Niro said, <laughs> rub my back, young man. I go, oh, right, here you go, Robert. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going past but the bum. Me, I'm not going to the bum cheeks. you don't want to be rubbing some random dude's back who also happens to be your boss. And I don't want to see him in a bathroom. Even if it's Robert De Niro. I'd right, be like, right. mm. Yeah, you might be disappointed. You might so be disappointed. I'm going to pass. It's kind of too bad you weren't. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. You're in that situation and then you feel like you're going to lose your job if yeah, you don't do it. Right, that's, that's the whole. That's the rub. Yeah. Literally. One of the great moments Literally of my life happened just now, Kristen, because you were talking about Robert De Niro and Brad was talking about Robert De Niro. And as Catherine walked through the door, Brad said, yes, then I could, gra- <laughs> I could grab his bum. No, no, no. I'm not, his- not going past, not past the bum past line. The bum. Yeah, oh, not past the bum line. Catherine was like, what? He yeah. has a little bit of self-respect. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, De Niro's going. The Irishman, and of course, he did a really good job in the Joker. He was good in that. He it was uh, it was interesting in the Joker because he was playing the Jerry Lewis version of oh, uh, right. of um, of the great oh, what's the, the King of Comedy? King of Comedy. Yeah. He was playing that version of that in in the Joker, and the Joker was very much like the King of Comedy, and the Joker was the De Niro character in essence. Um, in, in that movie, but uh, I enjoyed the Joker, and I, I can't wait to see uh, Tom see it. And again, it's—I uh, said this morning on the show, Tom, that, that the Joker could easily be a Sundance movie just about a man that has a mental illness that becomes right, a right. murdering bastard. And uh, it's just that it's called <laughs> the Joker, and um, right. it's wrapped in the DC Comics world that it's yeah probably got all this heat and. And, of course, made $90 million. A lot of kids might have went and saw this and went, oh, my goodness, this is not the DC Comics movie no, I was, no. I was no. looking for. Anyway. Sorry. I thought Kristen was talking. Wow. I'm sorry. I thought you were I'm talking. I'm here, but that was a conversation. Now I'm here. <laughs> Everyone just paused. That, 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 that man in your house must have walked past with his towel down, did he? Does he want a back rub? <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell. <laughs> well, now. <laughs> 
<laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Have DC Comics gone the way of violence, the way Mar- Marvel has gone the oh, way Marvel of comedy? Has. Yeah. Oh, Marvel's gone the way of comedy. Yeah, well, yeah now that Marvel's in the... Because they were both kind of competing for, like, who can be the funny comic guys? But yeah. I think Marvel kind of won that. So now DC's going to be the gritty comic guys, mm. which, as evidenced by their... What's it called, like DC Black or something like that? Yeah, Black, yeah. Yeah, it's a new universe, which is like a darker version of everything that currently exists. Why does it have to be black? I don't know. Let's, I hope Batman it's not another black. dystopian universe. Kinda. I'm sick to death yeah, of dystopian those. Dystopian universe. I believe it is. I'm so tired oh, of them. God. Gotham City <laughs> is like the quintessential <laughs> dystopia, so, you know. Gotta love dystopia. Yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> if I could move there, I would. So, Christian, are you, uh, as an entertainer, I'm not a very good re- entertainment reporter. I'm not really an entertainment reporter. I just try to get people to talk to me you know, um, on red carpets, and they usually run away from me. And I'm too big, and I'm gangly, and I screw up words. And, uh, yeah, anyway, um, but you're a real entertainment journalist, which is exciting to meet a real-life one. Um, Brad's oh, just a poser, is yeah, what I'm a, I just make it up. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't really know what Way I'm doing. Way to sell yourself, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sound like my mother. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, look, it's such a... How you guys do it day in, day out, it's fascinating. It's, it's wonderful that you can go out there and... Um, I struggle to get anyone to talk to me, so that's that's why I don't really put that entertainment reporter hat on. And you know, um, and a lot of my, as Tom could attest, after working with him for eighteen years and calling in from New York, um, my best work is when my interviews screw up or when I get nervous interviewing someone like well, Charlize yeah. Theron. When you're drunk. When I'm well, drunk. Then you get <laughs> yes. That's good. Yes. Yes. Um, but um, but how is it in LA? How do you, how do you go about your day? What are you seeking or what are you hunting? You know, are you hunting interviews or what? Yeah, what? How's it work? Every day is completely different, and I I will tell you that some things are pre-planned, and then other when you approach like a long weekend, you hope nobody gets divorced or uh, someone doesn't die because you're like, oh, there goes my long weekend because yeah. that's how quick. Yep. Everything can change when it comes to entertainment news. Um, last night I was at Dancing with the Stars, so I got another Sean Spicer encounter. <laughs> oh wow! Um, is he nice? Love you, me. He, you know what? He is very nice. I, I'm, I, you know, I like to make fun of it, but it, honestly, he's very nice. I think he's been humbled by this experience because the one thing celebrities don't realize, I think they think I'm going to get a nice little paycheck. I'll dance around some sequins. It'll be funny. I'll get some followers on social media. The show's really hard. You're in rehearsal mm. six to eight hours a day. Honestly, everyone has a mental breakdown at one point or another and is in tears. And compared to week one when I first interviewed him, and now this is week four, the chip on the shoulder is gone, which I thought was really interesting. Right. Is he skinnier? <laughs> like, don't you lose no, weight on that show? No. Yeah, you know, everyone does lose weight, but he, he's got, you know, he's a stocky. He's only about 5'3". He's not very tall. Right. Um, he's about he's my height. Five three. So it's going to take. Um, yeah, he's tiny. He's really tiny. And in fact, I was in heels last night and towering over him. Wow. So that's interesting that yeah. he was Trump's first, uh, you know, communications director because Trump hates small people. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, he hates does? small people. Yeah, yeah he does. That's one of his things. Yeah, he's. And anytime he shows softness or that, Trump will fire you. Yeah, which is interesting too because uh, Scaramucci. Got a job, and he's a little person as well. Scaramucci, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I think days. both of them. Yeah. You look at Scaramucci, and you look at Spicer. They both talk a very big game, 
And so that's why I found that's it right. really interesting last night where Sean Spicer, I was like, oh, we've been humbled by Dancing with the Stars. It took wow. some sequins and some ballroom dancing to do it. But because the first week he had all this like bravado and he was like, yeah, um, and kind of talking over his partner and not letting her speak. And this week he was like deferring to her. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know who's in charge yeah, now. That's great. Because it's hard. So yeah. but I think both Sean and Scaramucci are guys that can talk a really big game and get away with it until something knocks them down a little bit. So hmm. How do you go on new shows now? Obviously, yeah, the, the pilot season doesn't exist as much as before mm-hmm. uh, how do you navigate that because there's fragments now of celebrity right like like shows will pop up and there'll be someone famous in one area of social media and then another area how do you navigate that to know what's really hot for the masses yeah you know it's interesting because you can do a red carpet these days now and go who is that and they're like oh they're on the new hulu show or they're <laughs> on the new netflix show and it is impossible to keep up yeah. with all of the new content coming because of the the streaming um platform and we've got more coming like that's the other thing like quibi's coming and disney plus is coming we apple tv we've so much coming our way so it's better most entertainment reporters like myself are starting to specialize more and more i cover almost exclusively now dance shows so world of dance so you think you can dance dancing with the stars dance films dance tv shows because there's so much crossover with big celebrities doing musicals and things like that it keeps my area really clean that way i can focus and i'll know the players and not be stuck but when i do something like the emmys i have to spend a couple weeks studying up making sure i've seen all the shows that are nominated i'm familiar with the faces and it's a lot of homework. What about the mask singer? You be all, are you in that? Is that your mandate under your? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I am the mask singer reporter. No, the mask singer reporter. You know, um, it winds up in the music category. Yeah. So a lot of my friends who are music reporters that covered The Voice and American Idol also find themselves covering the mask singer, and that's how much people are specializing these days. You wind up in like a category. And it's mm. easier for um, media outlets to sort of assign reporters that are now entrenched mm. with uh, not only the cast members, but also the producers, which means that you get behind the scenes spoilers or you get set visits and things like that. Because otherwise, you're not going to get a leg up on the competition. Right. Wow. Geez, this is she's well, so good. Now, now you can move to LA. Yeah. Now you can move to LA. Yeah, but when would I be covering? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Well done. Like, you're very, I mean, I, I just. I'd get invited behind the scenes, but I'd be the guy behind the uh, next to the donut table eating the donuts and kept waiting for American Idol to finish so I could go and drink the free beer at the uh, Mondrian. <laughs> yeah, um, and then, and then wow. realise it's 2am and have to be on the phone to Tom in four bloody hours. I'd be, I'd be, you know, I'd be cactus drunk and I'd have to sober up and then go on there and play a Simon Cowell interview. That I've was back never, in the O's. I've never seen you sober. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I'm, I'm five weeks sober yeah. right now. So Five weeks? Five weeks, yeah. I'm going to go another four weeks and then uh, then November's just going to be a blur. I'm one of those Hollywood fasting things. I, I, I don't know. I think that's what they call it. Don't they, don't they all fast out there where you are, Kristen? Yeah. Don't, not... What was the question? No, no fasting, no drinking, and no eating, and all that oh, sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So usually it's um, January. It's dry January. Right. Every after the holidays, everyone does the dry January, and also that's when the whole thirty diet starts for everyone. Right. So you go out with friends, and everyone's like, "I can only eat like a protein and some vegetables and <laughs> steamed," you know. Yeah. And you're like, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> but see, what people don't realize is that. 
for us, you really can't overindulge during the holidays because we roll right into award show season, which means like right away it's Golden Globes. You've got to fit into a gown. You can't be like, I ate 20 cookies and now I've got like love handles because there's even gowns to wear. I know, which is, thir- you know, first world problems for sure. But at the same time, you have to fit into sizes that are provided by the designer so you can borrow dresses. And not buy them. I can just get heavier spanks, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or you can spanks just are really be... uncomfortable. They are, I and they're hot. Just, it's yeah, they're hot, and you're wearing them Awful. 16 hours. It's like, and then you have to go to the restroom, and that is a whole battle you don't want to fight. <laughs> you can also just eat 20 cookies and be happy with your body size. Yes, yes that's true. That's the only Lisa. only certain Lisa. ethnicities uh, get away with that. that. <laughs> Only certain mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was also like, if you pick a gown that's like flowy, you could totally do that. But if you're picking something more form-fitting, there's nothing worse than 16 hours in a dress where you feel uncomfortable. Like, yeah. you felt like you've eaten six, 16 cookies every single day. Right. You're kind of stuck on that 16 cookies thing, I've noticed. <laughs> like, that's my I limit. I love cookies. <laughs> I love no. cookies. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I was like, I love cookies. But you know what I love more than cookies? A bag of chips and dip. Mm. Oh, really? What kind of dip? Yeah. French um, onion. You know, I, you know, honestly, any dip. I'm like, let me tell you, I was like a spinach artichoke dip, a good ranch dip. I don't like French onion dip that much, but uh, guacamole. Mm. But I would rather eat that than eat a meal any day. This is right over the lunch hour. I don't know if you know that. I just going kind of am here. My go-to dip is top the tater. Top potato, that's the one. Isn't that like. sour cream? Sour cream and onion chive. Yeah. Oh, onion what? chive. Yeah, yeah that's great. Good. On, it's so good on potato chips. Just regular potato chips. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't like dip other than guacamole. It's because you don't like sour cream. So, so I don't like sour cream. And salsa alien. is not a dip? Yeah. Yeah, no, I do a little dip. salsa, but See, not a ton. All, that's vegan. No oil, no nothing. Oh, yeah. Think about that. Yeah. yeah. We'll take a break. Be right back. More with Kristen Bird and Brad Blanks in studio. <laughs> What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. 
There, yes, exactly. Because I'm going to get it out. I'm going to do Let's dance. I always like this song. Let's dance. You have to. Timer. All right, I have a question for Kristen Bird and Brad Blanks, both at the same time, and anybody else who's seen the movie. How am I supposed to be afraid of a clown-faced guy whose arms are the size of my fingers? The guy's tiny. Because he's crazy, and crazy Crazy. people have great powers. Mm. Eh, Like I said, if he come in and act all crazy, just go, Dad, how are you? (laughs) I'm used to it. Wow. Wow. So your dad was a a short guy? Oh, yeah, my dad was like 5'5". <clears throat> my mother was 5'2 and my dad was 5'5. Five five. Well, you're tall and big and have a big presence. My uncles, my, my mother's brothers were big guys. Yeah. His gene pool's all over the place. My right. gene pool yeah. is all over the place. That's exactly right. Yeah. Were you scared of what came, Kristen, in this movie? Or did what do you think? Are we talking about Joker? Yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah. You know, it's so funny it because I saw it a little bit later than a lot of the press screenings out here. Um, so I was hearing sort of the rumblings. A lot of the critics didn't like it, no. but I'm like, the movie, it speaks for itself. And I will say that I appreciate that it was done at a smaller budget than all the Marvel films. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that it was about the story and not necessarily the special effects. And I think that's what made it successful. Is it disturbing? Does it make you uncomfortable? For sure. But it delivered some really powerful performances as well. Yeah. Not yeah, sure. we have to go see it. What yeah. about the scene with the uh, the little person? That's all I'll say. I, I reckon that's one of the best scenes I've seen in years. Yo. Well, we, yes, we don't want to spoil no. it. No. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. You don't want to spoil it. Who, played, a, who played the little no, person? No, people hate spoilers. If you spoil things on social media, let me tell you, you will get an earful. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why are you on the internet? <laughs> I will tell you something. We we have a close family friend, and I wanted to go see a movie about the girl. I think it was called A Girl on a Train or something. Oh, yes. Yep, right, Girl on a Train? Yeah. Yeah. Gen- is it Jennifer Aniston or who was in there? Uh, no, it was the, it was the uh, who is it married it to it Jim? Emily Blunt. Yeah, Emily Jim, Blunt. Emily yeah. Blunt. Okay. Yeah. Well, so the basically, book is way better. My friend yeah. says to me, I agree. So what are you doing this weekend? And I said, oh, Catherine, I'm thinking about going to see a Girl on a Train. Yeah, isn't that kind of weird that it turns out at the end that she did blah, 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 blah? He told me the ending yeah. of the movie. Right. No. It's like, no. what are you doing? That's Gene. What's wrong with him? Well, the, the book worked so well because it was in London, and you can, and in London, people drink a lot of wine. I don't know how much wine Emily Blunt, if she was American, would drink on a daily basis. I'm not sure. I, I just thought it was a cultural reach to go from a British book to an American suburban yeah. woman. If yeah. that, I know, I'm yeah, not really it didn't work. Didn't, it didn't work. work the way they adapted it. it yeah. The book is fantastic. Yes. It's really good. Anyone that is curious about it, just go and go to Amazon and That's, get, you know, I want, to see, your I want to see Tom wrapped up in bed reading that on his Kindle in bed with his hot <laughs> cup of cocoa. Yeah. What am I reading in bed? Yeah, the girl on the train. Yeah, the girl on the train. train. Yes. <laughs> I got my shawl. <laughs> I want a piece of bread. Yeah. I'll do that again. It'll be wonderful. There's no doubt about it. Oh, you know, think, uh, Catherine's a grandmother. She lived to be, what, 102 or something? No. Don's mother? No. I thought she lived to be 100. No. Pretty close. 92, I think. No, she was older than that. I don't know. She was older than that. I was nine. But we'd go visit her in Jamestown, (laughs) North Dakota, once a year or whatever. And there was a woman in there. And so, in other words, I was probably 31 or 2. Yeah. 
I was like 31 years old, 32 years old, something like that. There was a woman in that uh, rest home, as they call them, a rest home, convinced that I was her husband. Wow. She was absolutely, every time I went, every, and from year to year, she'd remember me as her husband, yeah. right? And it ended like this every time, Kristen. So she'd come on and we'd go, where have you been? I said, what do you mean? I, I, you said you were going to be coming home last night and you never came home. I'm like, well, I, I, you know. So then I would finally separate myself from her and I'd be standing there. And if I didn't watch what I was doing, she would come up behind me and pinch my ass. like there, It actually hurt, too. She'd come up and pinch so, me. So, all right, let's go back to her actual life. So she let her husband, she wasn't upset that he would go over, overnight, stay somewhere else. I guess. She'd actually then go for the grab the following morning. No, no, in a right. mean way. This was not a oh, sex thing. Oh, wasn't it was a nice a, grab? No, right. it was mean. Oh, right. She, that was, she was trying to hurt me. Right. She said she was a mean ass grabber. Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. She was a mean ass grabber. Jeez. The ass grabber, yeah, ass oh. grabber. Oh, I was hoping for a different story too. When you put on that gruff voice, it did scare me because you oh, painted yeah. a good picture of what this old duck was like. Oh yeah, no, she was, was, let me just tell you. I was hoping it was going to be more seductive, and that she might. That have was not seductive. Well, she was about a thousand. When my aunt went into a nursing home, she went into it was there. My father was. We were standing by the front desk, and this very nice-looking, you know, elderly lady in a wheelchair. She was nicely dressed. She had her hair done. She was at the front door, and my dad said, Oh, can I help you? Can I open the door for you? She says, Well, yes, that would be lovely. So he opens the door. She starts going through. Alarms start going off. Orderlies come running. They grab her, and she's like, like, You fucking assholes! Get away from me! Don't touch me, you bastards! We're like, "Uh, Whoops. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, she was in memory care. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Memory care. She was yeah. trying to escape. Yeah. Oh. Cool. I was. But she seemed so calm and relaxed, and she, she was putting didn't, on an act. I couldn't tell that anything was weird about her at all. She looked very normal. Something that was sad <laughs> to me at the place was like, I'd walk by an old person and I'd be like, "Hi, how are you?" And they'd be like shocked that I was talking. I know. To them. I know. Yeah, they they'd do be like, that. Oh, just like so surprised because I feel yeah. like old people nobody even acknowledges that they're oh absolutely you know, so sad we're not very nice to seniors well I mean look at the especially when they're driving <laughs> who are you old bastards yeah, that's true <laughs> probably a thousand get sure. out of my way no we're horrible I'm in a hurry to go do nothing <laughs> oh god there was a great movie where's papa he's gonna put her in an old folks home and Paul Sorvino is like the custodian at this <laughs> retirement home. It's called <laughs> Gus and Grace's Paradise Village was the name of it. The name of the movie's called, oh, if you've never seen Where's Papa, it is one of the funniest movies ever. It's dated now. It's in the 60s, oh, but yeah, no, really phenomenal. But Sorvino's just this crabby Italian guy who's just sick to death of old people. <laughs> <laughs> and this one person goes, Hey, you, I want to talk to Grace. He goes, there ain't no Grace. Goddamn Grace is dead, this son of a bitch. I wish there was a Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's, that's, look, 1970. 1970, right. Yeah, all right. Oh, is that a good movie? George Siegel. Yep. Uh, All right, this is great. Catherine Hepburn. She plays the mother in it. Yeah, who was the... 
And there was another woman in there. Rob Reiner's in it. And it was uh, uh, directed sure. by Carl Reiner. That's correct. Yeah. Great movie. And I mean a great movie. It's very, very funny. It was... Um, She's short, little first little woman, right? Yeah. I uh, can't think of her name. Oh, What's Catherine Ruth Hepburn? Gordon? Ruth Gordon. Ruth That's Gordon. exactly. It wasn't That's... Catherine Hepburn. It was Ruth Gordon. Yeah, you're absolutely say it's right. it's not Catherine Hepburn. No, you're absolutely right. Ruth Gordon. She was phenomenal in Wow, yeah. She won an Oscar. Yeah. She did. Yeah, that was good. I mean, you, you need to see that movie. Oh, Ralph, you would love that movie. I don't know. Oh, you would love it. You would love it. It's about two Jewish brothers who, when their father dies, they promised dad on his deathbed they'd never put mama in a home. So there are all these battles, and they're running through Central Park getting mugged because one lives on one side of the park and one lives on the other side of the park. So they get mugged like every night. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Hey, man, we're going to put you in a movie. Movie's called Naked Prey. You ever seen the movie Naked Prey? <laughs> well, you better stop praying because you're going to be naked. <laughs> it's phenomenal. How do you remember that? That's oh, amazing. It's one of the great movies. He's watched it a hundred times. A thousand. Is... Maybe a thousand. Yeah. Oh, my it's God. Incredible. It's a great movie. Right, where's Popper's like, that's all right. I'm going to do a deep where's dive on Papa? this. All right, Kristen, that's our homework. You're homework. entertainment journalist. We're going to go out and watch Papa. Where's Popper for Tom. Watch, watch. I love it. <laughs> oh, Kristen, you would love Where's Papa because George Siegel and Ruth Gordon are so incredibly good at it. Well, everybody's it. Ron Liebman's in it. Ronald, uh, is that his name? I think is Ronald Liebman. Yeah. Isn't it? Yep. Yeah, he's in it as the younger brother. Uh, it's The whole damn movie from start to finish is really, really good. So in any case, now you've got homework. And also, go see Harold and Maude. I think that was oh, Ruth I love Gordon. That, movie. that might have been when she won the. Is she winning the Oscar for that? Or? For Harold and Maude? Yeah. Maybe, because she was great maybe, in that, yeah. too. She was incredibly good in that movie, too. Whatever happened, she croaked now, I'm sure. Yeah, but she died in 85. 85? Oh, yeah. oh man. Wow, that was a long time ago. Indeed. But yeah, the old movies like that, I just. I loved that movie, man. When it first came out, I did. I went and saw it like once a week. <laughs> I just loved it. I thought yeah, it was the cinema here in yeah, Where yeah. was your cinema here? Close. It was called the Westgate over okay. in Edina. It's right by the where the convention right. grill is. The, they just tore the building down, as a matter of wow. fact. Did you see that, Catherine? They no. tore down the Guestway, the Westgate Theater. I didn't know they did, no. I mean, it's been closed for years and years and years, but they finally tore the building down. It's too bad because that's the first place I ever saw Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I saw many great movies in that building. Sons of bitches tearing it down. Yeah, that's these cineplexes. Probably building yet more apartment complexes. Yeah, let's build more apartment complexes. Oh, that's what we need. What? But you know, Kristen, you wouldn't even recognize Minneapolis-St. Paul because it's all apartment buildings yeah. now. Everything's Everywhere. an apartment building. Oh, wow, it's been a while since I've been there. I think like 2008 was the last time I visited. It's been a while. Are you coming to Key West? Because Brad's going to come to yeah. Key West. We'll get yeah, we'll go. We'll have a good time. We'll be there. What's that? March, February, March. Uh, yeah. February or March. Yeah, that's exactly right. There you go. Look so, at Tom throwing around these amazing invites to great parts of America. Yeah, what do you think of that? Nashville, and you got. I've never been to Key West. Okay, well, you get, you, can you come? I'll make sure you're invited if you can come. Yes, okay, yeah, okay. invite me. But well, don't forget about inviting me. I'm not. I'm inviting like, you right hey, now, so I can't like forget. You invite, you invite me a day before everyone's going. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kristen, you should come style. along in an hour. <laughs> exactly. And you're probably getting fitted then for the Oscars too around that time. So, oh, you know, what we yeah, got to do. Oscars are early this year. They're February 9th. Oh wow! Why early? 
That is it's a like month early. They, isn't it? Wanted, they wanted to change the award show season, so everything is like super, super early. Oh, um, yeah. And then everyone realized it's going to be a really bad idea. And next year, twenty. 21 it'll go back or the following year 2021 they'll go back to the normal schedule because they realize it not only does the, if the oscars take a different placement then sag awards have to take a different placement yeah. the grammy awards have to take a different oh, placement. Yeah. It, it, it's a whole that, mess feb so 9th is crazy it. because that weekend was always the grammys after because you have the super bowl and then it goes oh, into right. the grammys yeah that's right yeah and now it's yep. february 9th oscars switch their date but, yeah it, it pissed everybody off in hollywood so uh, they realize, and the Oscars don't have the clout. I mean, to win an Oscar still is a great honor, but the Oscars as a show itself yeah. doesn't have the same clout as it used to. No, no it doesn't. Even not. since I've been covering, the first year I covered was 2006. And it's really amazing to watch the decline in how people care about the show. And um, even the events around it have gone down quite a bit. It's a fraction of what it used to be. So here's what we're going to do in Key West. You and Catherine are going to get boozed up, and then we're going to take you on the ghost tour. Hmm? <gasps> I love ghost tours. Oh, they got the they have the original Robert the doll, the real real doll from like what is 110 years uh, ago, something a like long that. Long time ago, yeah. It's the actual doll the is there. You want to see what? The cat. Yeah, at, uh, oh, the cat, yeah. Hemingway's house. Yeah, yeah, they, all the yeah, six-toed, the yeah. six-toed cats. Yeah, exactly. They're all there. Yeah. But this Robert the doll, if you don't say hello to him, he comes and haunts you. Apparently, that's what they say. When you walk in, do not touch the glass. He does not want you to touch the glass and say hello to him, or he will haunt you. Oh, if you want wow. a good background on robert the doll you should listen to the podcast lore yeah lore, on robert lore, the doll <clears throat> lore and robert's doll was a really good show a very good episode and it's creepy as hell mm-hmm. it is creepy as hell well they would go and honest god the, they would they'd go into the room and the doll would be sitting by the window they would go out in the kitchen come back in the room and the doll would be sitting by the front door it was like Okay, well, that'd be a little eerie, don't you think? There's all these letters written from mostly kids, I think. Yeah, it's there like, are letters everywhere. I'm sorry I <clears throat> laughed at you. Ever since I laughed at you, my you know dog got run over and my bike was <laughs> exactly. stolen. And I know it's because I laughed at you. I'm very, very sorry, yeah. Robert. Can you please forgive me? Yep. Yeah. It's like, wow. It is a great trip. Kristen, February, March, whenever it is, you and Brad got to come to Key West. Are you coming to Key West, Ralphie? No, because because where you go, we have uh, vacation plans. It's right over the. Oh, over, that's right. <clears throat> it's over. Uh, what do you call it? Valentine's, Rosh Valentine's weekend. No, Rosh Hashanah is was a week ago. Was a week this ago. Is Yom Kippur right about now? Is Yom Kippur? It? I think mm. so. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow's Tomorrow. Yom Kippur. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, that's good. You can have a blowout after the Oscars, Kristen. There you go. Yeah. See. Yeah. Launch straight that would be totally fun. Yeah. Can I bring my brother? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so you can battle. You can argue with your brother. That would be wonderful. Actually, that would be kind I, of I'm fun. I'm very careful about arguing with my brother in person. He's a very big guy. He's like a foot taller than me. <laughs> a foot? He's a foot taller than you? No. Yes. How he's tall are you? He's a big guy. He's huge. I'm 5'3". He's about 6'3", and he has about 100 pounds on me. He's all muscle. My God, that's amazing. He's a beast. He's a beast. Well, that's complimentary right beast. there. Yeah. All right, sister. Another great week. What, Brad, we always say this. Uh, Kristen's hour every week goes by in a flash. She's just. Are you going to say this to Brad when he leaves? Yeah. No. I'm going to say, you know who sucks. 
<laughs> it's going to be great. Kristen, we'll talk to you next week, but make plans, Key yeah. West sister. Lovely to chat, Kristen. All right, sounds good. Bye. Bye. Sorry. Lovely Bye. to chat with you. Bye. Oh, yeah, nice meeting you. Yeah. See ya. We'll be Bye. back with the family.